Welcome to the Valley Boys. This is another solo episode by myself, your host, Dave Weasel, and really the only reason you listen in the first place. My assistant, Brandon, is caught in Albuquerque. Apparently there's a snowstorm there. You just know he's cuddled up in his truck with a hot cup of meth. Some sex worker he picked up in a parking lot. Paying her with change he found in the ashtray. Living the good life. Los Angeles. On February 22nd, we got another jam in the van. Dave Weasel and friends. Big, fat, stacked lineup. We got Kate Quigley, Brian Callen, Jamie Kennedy, Jenny Johnson, Kenan Kaya, Hector Resida, and Faisal Lawrence. It's going to be a big, fat, dick, swinging show. Get your tickets right now. Go to jamminthefan.com. Pick them up. Take your friends. They got packages for unlimited booze for all the booze bags, which is all of you if you're listening to this show. Speaking of which, you can always buy us a beer at buymeacoffee.com slash valleyboyspod. We don't call you donors. We call you enablers because that's what you filthy pigs are. I'm over here trying to better myself, and you're out pumping booze in my mouth. This week, our enablers are Shitty Chris, Shitty Martin, Shitty Eric, another Shitty Chris, Shitty James, Shitty Sanchez, Shitty Rhiannon, and our gay dad, the one who kicked us the most amount of money, is Shitty Justin. Thanks very much. All right, so this week, I'm going to be reciting some headlines, giving you a little bit of a view of this messed up world. And letting you know what I think about it. But first, my least favorite part of any podcast are the stupid listener questions. I don't know why you people take the time to send these in. I appreciate it in a weird way. I just don't want to hear it. I'm only doing one of these. Brandon sent them over. So, let's see. Matthew wants to know a time that I ruined a special moment with a girl. I would love to hear Brandon's answer on this. As I'm sure there's many, it involves him paying with change instead of bills. Maybe he tried to write a check to a woman he met in a parking lot. I don't know. But the only one that comes to mind for me was one time I was in the shower with a girl. You know what I mean? Having that shower time. And she looks a little bit sad all of a sudden. So I say to her, what's going on? And she says, I'm naked in the shower with you. And you're talking about the first time you took a green dump. Which is a true story. It was when I was a kid. I took a green dump. I was about six years old. It was weird. I didn't know what was going on. I thought the Ninja Turtles were crawling out of the toilet. And apparently that's not a good time to tell somebody that story when you're naked in the shower with them. Hope that answers your question, Matthew. All right, on to the headlines. Kid Rock threatens to cancel his tour because he doesn't want to deal with COVID regulations. Now, usually that guy cancels his tours because it's not 1998 anymore. Ticket sales have dwindled a little bit since the Family Values Tour. I mean, how long is this guy going to cling on to a song he sings about singing to another song all summer long? He also released a, a song called Let's Go Brandon, or whatever it's called, and, and, and he's bashing Biden, Dr. Fauci, you know. And that makes sense because I feel like that's his audience. There's two types of Kid Rock fans. Ones that have been arrested for domestic violence and ones that haven't been arrested quite yet. Now, if you're going to get up in arms about that, if you're going to get mad at me, I already know where you are right now. You're at a Kid Rock concert, you're drunk, and you're pregnant. 
Now, in fairness, I don't remember the exact context of this, but he did do a speech at a podium announcing some kind of Senate run. Probably just a little feeler. He didn't file for anything, but he said he wants to put single mothers back to work and on the poll. (laughs) This coming from the guy who also had the lyric, Who knew I'd blow up like Oklahoma? Said, fuck high school, pissed on my diploma. Yes, that's the guy you want in your state in charge of education. But he also said, ba with a ba da booty bang Diggy diggy. Another batshit crazy musician is Eric Clapton. He's claiming YouTube is using subliminal advertising to keep the masses subservient. This guy is, uh, is anti-vax, anti-mask, all that bullshit. Which, I've read his autobiography back in the day. Let me tell you something. That guy is not afraid of needles. With the amount of drugs this guy does, it's not hard to understand why he's against herd immunity. The fact that he isn't dead shows that he's immune to everything. The guy slept with an estimated 3,000 women by his own guess. I mean, the STDs that have mutated upon mutated in his body are probably giving every virus that comes in an STD. He claims that vaccines are unnatural and a poison to the human body. I mean, again, cocaine and heroin, this guy pioneered the way for other rock stars to die from it. Reminds me of the Tim Allen approach. That guy went to prison for smuggling cocaine and suddenly he turns off family values and he learned his way. And it's an inner city problem. Hmm, I wonder what that's code for. Isn't that something both sides do? We see somebody on the other side of the aisle, a big famous person, spewing out their opinions, and we gotta disrespect them. But I mean, Kid Rock, 2022 Eric Clapton, they don't really have a lot going for them on that side of the aisle now, do they? Another celebrity spewing out what they think is Aaron Rodgers, quarterback of the Green Bay Packers who were booted out of the playoffs by my beloved San Francisco 49ers, who later lost to the Rams. Boo. But this is what Aaron had to say. When the President of the United States says, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, it's because him and his constituents, which I don't know how there are any if you watch any of his attempts at public speaking, but I guess he got 81 million votes. End quote. I would like for someone to read that and point out any point that he has made. No matter what it is, I don't care if he's, what does that have to do with anything? I can't figure out what this old man and loser is trying to say with that run on sentence. It's purely a word salad that makes no sense. But CTE is real. Watch the movie Concussion. Listen to anything Aaron Rodgers say. The NFL should do a reform on how they do their player safety based on his words alone. Here's one for you. Texas woman arrested for allegedly trying to purchase child at Walmart checkout. Hmm. I can't help but to wonder if she'd be paying a little bit more for that child if it were at Target. But Walmart probably has cheaper children for sale in the parking lot. You know, someone's saying, if it doesn't scan, it's free. I mean, be like everybody else and purchase your children in bulk at Costco. Here's another one. Church sues city for trying to limit how often it could feed the homeless. Basically, what happened is a bunch of rich people in the area decided they don't want to see a bunch of homeless people walking up and down the sidewalks, lining up to get fed. Because you know what the Bible says, keep 
thou poor and hungry. And the homeless people, you know, they're just addicted to food. Once they get a taste for it, they're going to want it every single day. Food's a gateway food. Jesus Christ. Georgia School asks fourth graders to write letter to Andrew Jackson on how the removal of Cherokee people helped grow the U.S. and make it prosper. Well, I wonder if there's any German school teachers that tell their kids to write a letter to Hitler thanking him for pulling Germany out of the economic turmoil they were going through pre-World War II. I mean, anyone that's benefited from cardiovascular surgery can thank that guy. Still, not a good idea to be writing him letters thanking him. This is why the whole both sides of every issue should be given equal weight and consideration thing is an absolute bullshit fallacy. All right? When you got one side glorifying genocide, which, I mean, that's kind of what it is, that's not a reasonable point of view that should be given thought or discussion. What the fuck? I thought people were behind this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Rotterdam Bridge taken apart to let through Jeff Bezos' pleasure yacht. It's weird they explicitly say pleasure yacht like there isn't a separate kind of yacht. I mean, I suppose there's punishment yachts out there. But in fairness, one time I had to take my door off to get a couch through into my apartment. So I can kind of relate to Jeff Bezos there. Next headline. Former banking CEO says $280,000 spent at strip clubs were a business expense. Now, I've only been to the strip club a couple of times. That's true. I know that's something exactly someone that's been more than twice would say, but I've only been there twice. Okay, but $280,000 gets you a lot more than a lap dance. Okay, it also gets you indicted for fraud, apparently. One time I did go there with Brandon. We went to this place that we're offering a $2 steak. I mean, I'll go anywhere that has a $2 steak, including a shitty little strip club in Van Nuys, right in the industrial park. So we show up there. Turns out it's a $14 entrance fee. Right away, that steak is now $16. Man, I'm uncomfortable in strip clubs because both times I've went, it smells like farts and queefs. It's always been in the middle of the day, too. You know, looking for that milk steak. You get these guys in there sitting at tables all by themselves trying to hide their boners while the waitress sits on their lap hoping for a bigger... Not my thing, man. Not my thing. Going to a strip club is a lot like going to an all-you-can-eat buffet when you're starving and paying money to just look at the food. I don't know. Next headline, Christopher Key, urine-drinking Alabama anti-vaxxer, says he doesn't need a driver's license because, and I quote, I am a free man. So much in just one headline. Let's get started with this. He painted his car so that it says, vaccination police. Now imagine... This urine-drinking motherfucker gets pulled over by the cops, and he says, Sir, have you been drinking today? And he says, Just urine. I'm drunk on freedom and piss, baby. These people are all kind of weird, you know? Like, they'll drive on roads that we all had to pay for. Still drinking piss. That reminds me of when a bunch of trolls went on 4chan, and they started a fake feminist movement called Piss Your Pants for Feminism, and they were saying, hey, ladies, let's all piss our pants. And that's a sign for feminism. And the next thing you know, it actually became a thing on Twitter where women were pissing their pants to show, I, 
I got to be honest here. I don't know what, what point that's making, but it became a thing because trolls did it. At some point, someone had to say, hey, guys, instead of taking the vaccine, let's just drink our own piss. And I feel like that's a left-wing troll. Maybe it was me. I think I did say that a year ago on a, on a Trump video. I said, listen, guys, I, I've been drinking my own pee since it started, and I haven't had COVID yet, partially because no one wants to come anywhere near the guy drinking piss. So it must be true. And maybe it became a thing. I don't know. Next headline. Texas says supply chain issues have limited the number of voter registration forms it can give out. <laughs> nice try, Texas. Home Depot can handle all of your printing needs. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess it's hard in Texas if you don't even have a power grid. Next headline. China gives Fight Club new ending where the authorities win. So according to this article, it says the narrator still proceeds with killing off Durden, but the exploding building scene is replaced with a black screen and a coda. Quote, the police rapidly figured out the whole plan and arrested all criminals successfully, preventing the bomb from exploding. I mean, you want to talk about a creative twist ending. Remember on The Simpsons when they had Poochie and they wanted to kill him off and they just said at the end he went back to his home planet? You could end every movie that way. The bad guys were caught. The good guys prevailed. I mean, good depending on what country you're living in. Imagine they did that to Schindler's List. It looks bad, but the good guys won. Next headline. Dead man propped up by two other men in attempt to collect pension at post office. Doesn't this sound like some it's always sunny in Philadelphia shit, you know? The gang tries to collect a pension. It says in the article, the man looked unwell as his feet were dragging on the ground. Gotta say, though, it's absolutely hilarious to picture all of these people in line at the post office watching these two dudes drag around a dead guy. You know, and everyone just kind of looks away. They actually got to the front of the line and they said, mm, this guy looks a little bit dead to me. I mean, if it was me, I'd, I, would, I would just invest in a wheelchair. You know what I mean? Plop him in a wheelchair, put the sunglasses on. You know, get that uh, text-to-speech program, like the one that sounds like Stephen Hawking's, you know? Ask him for the pension, and guess what? You get the pension. I know we're all about remaking those 90s movies, but Weekend at Bernie's is supposed to be a movie, motherfucker. Next headline, Michigan woman checks spam folder and learns she won the lottery. Man, if that was me, if I won the lottery and they were telling me by email and it went to my spam folder, guess what? I would never win the lottery. I don't check that shit. But if that's the case, does it mean that all of these hot singles in my area actually want to get with me? Can I grow an extra three inches on my penis? Man, if this is possible, anything is. Next headline. Boston Hospital refuses heart transplant for man after he refuses to get vaccinated. One thing I don't understand about these people, they're afraid of getting the vaccine. But... They're not afraid to live without a fucking kidney or a heart in this case? What the fuck? I mean, did this guy do his own research? Did he look it up and discover, hey, this is just a big scam set up by Big Valentine's Day. You don't even need a heart. I used to imagine this dude saying some shit like, I'll get vaccinated over my dead body. And the hospital is like, all right, then. I feel like when he inevitably dies, they can't rule it from living without a heart 
it's suicide at this point. It's crazy because heart transplants are very rare and hard to get, and he's lucky enough to have one. All he has to do is get a fucking vaccine. Like, I understand. All right, fine. You want to take a stance against the vaccine so you can't go to Applebee's or Buffalo Wild Wings? That's your choice. But a heart transplant? And this dude is a father of three? You know, those kids got to go on being like, having, having people ask them, what happened to your dad? And it's like, well, he committed suicide because that's what it is at this point. The guy actually says, quote, I don't believe in modern medicine while he's waiting for them to cut open his chest and put a fucking heart in there. Like when they were doing that in the medieval times, it was just for it was in the coliseums in front of people that were torn apart by lions. You know what I mean? That was all part of the lulls back then. This is modern medicine. And guess what? Vaccines aren't even that modern. They've been around for hundreds of years. And like I was saying, the, these heart transplants are extremely rare. Like, they'll have people that, that need one, and doctors will say, all right, that's cool, but you got to quit drinking. You got to quit smoking. No drugs. None of this shit for, like, three months. Because we only want to give this heart to someone that actually has a chance to live. Ultimately, the dude is choosing death over whatever side effects the vaccine might have. But the good news is this motherfucker just saved someone else's life. I know everyone's seeing this one, but Neil Young wants his music off Spotify over Joe Rogan vaccine misinformation. Now, whether you love Neil Young or you hate him, that guy puts his money where his mouth is. All right. He's passed up a lot of money over the years by sticking to his principles. And I don't know. You, you got to kind of respect that. Uh, Joni Mitchell has also joined his protest. And what's interesting is both of them survived polio as children. That That's how old they are. But these guys know the value of a good vaccine. You know, that's the needle in the damage not done. The thing is, Spotify signed the biggest deal in podcast history with Rogan. So obviously they're going to sign with him. Side with him. I'm pretty sure... Uh, as of this moment, they've gone ahead and pulled Neil Young's music off Spotify. I, I to be honest, haven't checked. But I missed the the Rogan show when it was about pulling up these these comedians like Theo Vaughn and Andrew Santino, you know, giving them a chance to shine in front of a big audience, and then in turn, they explode. You know, uh, during the late 2010s, I don't know if that's the right decade name but they he would he would bring these guys up and the next thing you know they're fucking huge you know they got their own podcasts exploding social media people showing up to shows going on joe rogan was like it is the modern day johnny carson you know but but with uh with oprah it's like going on oprah everyone's crying about their childhoods so you get to know people when he brings on these medical experts it would it would be nice to see him bring on somebody with the with with a polarizing opinion, you know. So if he wants to bring on, I'm not gonna name names, but somebody with a controversial view, maybe have somebody with just as controversial, but from the other side, you know, someone promoting vaccines, someone against them, listen to them talk instead of just listening to one guy tell us how it is. I know that's what mainstream media is doing with uh, with Dr. Fauci and the elk, but that is the global consensus already. We don't need a counter-argument to it. My opinion, thanks for listening. I'm going to end it on that, I suppose, if you're still listening.
Thanks for checking it out. You can find us online at the Valley Boys Pod. Sorry, at Valley Boys Pod or at Valley Boys Pod. I don't fucking know. Just look us up. We're the little purple guys. I'm at Dave Weasel. I am only on Instagram. Had my Twitter account suspended because someone fucking got into it and was fucking around trying to sell my account. Motherfucker, none of my followers have any money. And uh, we'll see what happens with that. But follow me on Instagram for the meantime. You can follow Brandon. He's at Blanco 69 on all the platforms, whatever. If you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe, tell your friends, tell your grandma, get everyone involved. Thanks for listening. I'm Dave Weasel.